If you've been following the Sociology Podcast since I launched it in 2021, you will be aware of the Reverse Psychology subseries, which is basically unpopular Chicago opinions from Chicago. You will also be aware of the SAT, the Sociology Awareness Test, where I quiz random Chicagoans about different questions in regards to Chicago history and culture. Well, this Black History Month, I'm introducing the Chicago Goats subseries. This is basically a black Chicago history blitz that details and gives brief summaries of different black Chicagoans that lived in our city and did great things in their respective careers and left a huge impact not on the city but on the entire world. So without further ado, let's get into it. From Harold Washington to Harold's Chicken and everything in between and beyond, this is Sociology. We all are aware of the evil that slavery once was in this country's past. In fact, that's one reason why so many Southern states and Republicans want to ban books and erase black history, because they don't want to acknowledge that evil, the evil that many of their forefathers had a huge part to play in. Chicago is no stranger to anti-slavery and abolitionist movements. And this episode is about the Chicago Mary Jane Richardson Jones. Born in 1819 in Memphis, Tennessee to a free black family, in the 1830s, her family moved across the Mississippi River to the port city of Alton, Illinois. It was here as a teenager she witnessed the riots, destruction, and the murder of Elijah Paris Lovejoy. He was a white anti-slavery newspaper publisher. When Lovejoy's funeral procession passed by her house, it was an event that she said, quote, vividly, quote, she will remember for many years later. In 1841, she married John Jones, who was a free black man from North Carolina. In 1843, they had their daughter. In March 1845, the couple was allured to Chicago's large anti-slavery movement and began to move there. But on their journey, they were suspected of being runaway slaves and detained, but they were freed on the appeal of their stagecoach driver. Once the Joneses settled here in Chicago, they became members of a small yet growing African-American community. It was only about 140 families in Chicago at the time. And along with three other black women, Mary Jane Richardson Jones became a leader in the AME Church Quinn Chapel, and they developed it into a well-trafficked stop on the Underground Railroad. In fact, they were so invested that the Joneses made their own home the second stop on the Underground Railroad here in the city. And while John's tailoring business prospered, Mary Jane Richardson Jones managed their home as a center of black activism, organizing resistance to the black codes and other restrictive slave laws like the Fugitive Slave Act. She made good friends and other abolitionists such as Frederick Douglass. And together with her husband, Mary Jane Richardson Jones assisted hundreds, hundreds of enslaved people fleeing north to Canada to reach freedom. It was a time that such actions were illegal. Standing guard at the door during certain meetings of abolitionists, writing in 1905, her daughter, Lavina Jones Lee, recalled that her mother personally loaded many fugitives on trains headed north. In 1861, Mary Jane Richardson Jones, along with her husband, founded the Olivet Baptist Church, which contained the first library open to black Chicagoans. Jones, along with three other women, established an aid group called the Workers for the King throughout the church in 1871. And during the Civil War in 1861, Jones recruited for the United States Colored Troops, along with fellow activists like Satira Douglas. She led the founding of the Chicago Colored Ladies Freedmen's Aid Society, which allocated direct aid to former slaves, as well as providing a forum for public action. The Great Chicago Fire occurred in 1871 and unfortunately it destroyed not only Mary Jane Richardson's family house but also her husband's four-story tailoring business. The family was able to rebuild and they built the house near Prairie Avenue and her husband's tailoring business was also restarted at a new location. Mary Jane Richardson Jones also supported other young black Chicagoans in their endeavor like another Chicago that we're going to talk about on the next episode. 
She also was the first chair of Ida B. Wells' new club in 1894. Mary Jane Richardson Jones died on December 26, a day after Christmas, in 1909. At the time of her death, the Chicago Defender reported, quote, She was loved and admired by everyone and had reached the ripe age of 89 years with the full possession of all her faculties, end quote. Mary Jane Richardson Jones is now an ancestor buried at the Graceland Cemetery under the tombstone which reads, Grandma Jonesy. We salute the abolitionist Mary Jane Richardson Jones for all of her bravery and all of her courage. If you enjoyed this podcast, I ask for two things and I will love you forever. Number one, please engage with us on social media. So like, share, subscribe, and comment on whatever platform you're listening to it on. And number two, please make sure you pass it on to a friend who will enjoy it as well.